Welcome to the Illennials Podcast bonus episode. I'm Smith. I'm Marcus, the voice that makes you moist. Even here? Even here. Especially here. You can't help it, can you, though? I, I can't. Like, I've got too much moisture to keep to myself, so <laughs> I'm here to share. <laughs> oh my god. So, this is a bonus episode that's going to be about uh, something different for most things. We're going to talk about video games for once. Yes! We Which, should really talk about video games more often. Maybe so. But I know, Marcus, this is sort of... Uh, me and Seth are sort of more of the movie guys, and you're more of the video game guy. God, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. You prefer your entertainment active. That's right. Moist gamer boy right here. Prefer your girls 2D and your entertainment active. Hey, hey. I, I love women in all forms. Even fourth dimensions? Especially fourth dimensions. <laughs> um, so we're going to be talking about the recent uh, Obsidian game, The Outer Worlds, uh, mm. which is for people out there who don't know, uh, Obsidian is a developer that sort of has a through line back to the original sort of uh, Fallout games, the Baldur's Gate stuff. That was sort of their jam. That was the, the lineage these guys come from. And they made... Uh, most recently, people probably know Pillars of Eternity, 1 and 2, Tyranny, pretty good games in my opinion. And then they decided to go and eat Bethesda lu- Bethesda's lunch with The Outer Worlds, which is <laughs> a follow-up to their sort of a game they, they were made to make for uh, Bethesda called um, Fallout New Vegas, which everyone pretty much agrees oh, was the best of the 3D Fallouts. Oh yeah, um, especially since '76 was such a fucking turd. God, have you seen? Have you seen what's happened with the fucking lifetime or year long pass uh, or whatever? Yeah, <laughs> jeez, the nerve of them to be like, oh yeah, you want to pay for all this stuff we said you were gonna have? Fucking Christ, Bethesda, what are you doing? Like, first they release a game that is bullshit and terrible that everyone hates, and then they're like, we're gonna make it free to play, but there's also a subscription. Mm. Still no NPCs. Still a, a empty world, just with things for you to shoot at. Mm. Oh, they're gonna add people next December. Uh, oh. Mm-hmm. Who who fucking who fucking said like this was gonna be a great idea? Let's remove all the things from this like one player game because the people will be the content. Fuck that. All I can imagine is that 90% of the team must be working on the next Elder, Elder Scrolls game, and this is like the C team. <laughs> it must be. Actually, I feel like the the users being content would have been a thing if you could like set up missions for other people to do. Let's say you needed like a, a battery or something, but you didn't want to go all to whatever. You can make a mission for someone else to do that. I can like, see that. Be- kind of like a job yeah. board type thing. Yeah, that'd be sick. Yeah, that could work. Too bad they didn't do that. Yeah, and it's Fallout, so you could still just be like, yeah, fuck you, I'm going to kill you and take your shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, think about it this way. Like, a Battle Royale shooter, in that, the other people are the content. Like, that's that's a that's a successful implementation of that concept. Right, Because right. all you do is, is compete and work with other people in that, in that scenario, so that's it. But they yeah. didn't. They didn't go for. It's not a battle royale. It doesn't. It's different, you know. And it's. It's right. not a good. I mean, I don't think it would have been a good choice to make it battle royale because mm, no. I feel like they're they're dying down right now. But I don't know. They 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 needed to do something, and this this was not it. Like, is anybody holding on but Fortnite now? 
Uh, probably not. Fortnite's the... I think it's still the most popular on Twitch. I remember for a while there, uh, Battlegrounds was it. Like, that was the big one. And then Fortnite came along and everyone kind of said, eh, whatever, Fortnite, that's, you know, dumb. And then Fortnite's popularity exploded. Yeah. <laughs> and then I think Apex Legends came along and I haven't heard shit about that game in a long time. Actually, Apex Legend is, like, doing the season thing, mm-hmm. like Fortnite. So it looks like they're oh wow they're not as high as Fortnite but they're they're hanging in there it looks like okay kind of like uh it's it feels like you know like if you if you go to your like Dota games you have Dota and you got League of Legends League of Legends those are your two big ones right right I right. guess for for the, for the battle royales it's Fortnite but really who is second is Apex Legends is it uh, is it Battlegrounds oh, no. <laughs> well as far as um as far as the battle royale it looks like. I don't know if the new Modern Warfare has a battle royale. No, it does. All right. Well, that's that's what one, two, three, four. It's in sixth place, <laughs> but the other games aren't battle royale. True. But you I, ha- have you heard Riot and their like package of stuff they're dropping? Out? Are they making like six new games or something like that? Yes, and they're like, they're making like they have a card game now. They've got a fighting game, a freaking FPS. I'm just like, holy shit. Interesting. <laughs> this I, is what you guys have been doing. All right. Yeah, that'll be, that'll certainly be something. Shit, man. Yeah. Did you see Overwatch 2? Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> but it's so, have you seen the what, what it's, how stupid it is, though? No, man, I enjoyed that trailer. Well, the, like, not, not the that. The, the features. No. no well, oh. What? Like every feature that it has is going to be put into Overwatch One that you already have, right? Uh-huh. The only thing you're going to get if you buy Overwatch Two are the newer, worse character models, in my opinion, <laughs> and a new character and single player. And I mean, single yeah, single player is something I've wanted for Overwatch for a long yeah, time. I mean, that's definitely cool. Oh my god! At least make it co-op, so right? Yeah, so it can be like, come on, like Blizzard. You guys have made so many events. How have you not been like, oh yeah, let's throw in the co-op option. Is it $60 worth though, you know? Probably not. Like, like if they start with like at least three new characters, maybe. Mm-hmm. But, uh, they obviously got to have new maps and skins and stuff. But all I saw new was like that Echo chick. So I'm like, eh. And eh. then... Um, I, I watched the the Blizzard BlizzCon opening ceremonies or whatever, and yeah, listen, Blizzard, why not just why not just make CGI movies? Just fucking do it. Exactly. That's what League of Legends started doing. <laughs> That's another thing in their packet. Like, yeah, we're just gonna make an animated series. You guys have been saying it for fucking years. Yeah, because their their animation teams on both those those games are very good. Hmm. Holy crap, Just yes. give them a fucking movie. Because I, I watched the new World of Warcraft expansion trailer, right? Shadowlands or whatever. Uh-huh. And there's... And, did you see it, by the way? I have not. It's pretty good. There's a moment in there where it's just like, this is the dopest shit I have seen in a trailer for a long fucking time. You're like, visually, this is incredible. And I'm like, just give them a fucking movie. Just let them do something. Make, make a fucking Overwatch movie. It would sell incredibly. Yeah, I think so. But, you know... I guess people are wary of the movies since the World of Warcraft movie. Cough, cough. Well, that was because they did something dumb with the whole CGI and live action shit. Mm. I don't know. 
Anyways, we're talking about the, the Outer Worlds. The Outer Worlds. <laughs> By the way, how annoying is it that Outer Worlds is OW, which could also mean Overwatch, and could also mean the Outer Wilds? Uh, I mean, technically, there are some Outer Wilds you go to. True. Like, I'm on Monarch right now, so. Hey, me too. What do you know? Hey. <laughs> so, yeah, this is sort of a like a science fiction uh, game set in the far future in a different solar system. And the conceit is uh, pretty much just like Fallout, where you are frozen for a long time and you wake up like you're, you're a new <laughs> blank slate kind of person uh, in right. this scenario. And this scientist, Phineas, what's his name? Uh... You're right with the Phineas. I don't remember. His Wells. Name. Phineas Wells. Names. Okay. That's Phineas his name. Wells. He rescues you and then tells you we need you to come help us with getting to like, reviving your colony ship because something went wrong and your colony ship was never actually uh, thawed out and turned into colonists. And so now this board of corporations has taken control. Of, uh, well, they, they're supposed to be in control anyways. They, they are running the system and it's all going to shit. And so he wants your help with breaking their control. Well, actually, I think his main mission is get chemicals to revive the rest of the people on your ship. Right, but his he wants to revive them so that they can help him defeat the board. Mm, true. Which, honestly, I feel like the way this game is, we can kind of just get to the board and gun them all down. <laughs> it do be like that, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I'm going to be very excited to do. I already have my minigun. Like, this is going to be great. Well, that's the good thing we talk about is the first area, which everyone is talking about for a while, uh, which is called mm. the Emerald Vale. Um, yes. And within it, there is sort of this city called Edgewater, and that's the main uh, sort of civilization hub. And Marcus, what's the problem with Edgewater? What's happening there? The problem, oh, Jesus, the problem with Edgewater is that, first off, it's it's a tuna cannery. And obviously all the colonists that live there are employed by some corporation and their whole lives are operating that facility. Um, the problem is that people are sick, they're fucking underpaid, overworked, all this all this basic capitalism shit. <laughs> and uh, some some of their workers have like broken off and started a whole independent colony. And they're fighting over the power. So they both want the power, the literal electricity to like run their facilities and things. And here you are, an independent fucker who's ready to solve some problems. So when you first got to Edgewater, who was the first person you talked to? The first person I talked to was the dude at the cannery. Reed Thompson, he, the boss? Yes, fucking Reed Goddamn Thompson. How'd you feel about him? He seems pretty reasonable, but at the same time, he's he's a corporate fuck. He's a bootlicker. <laughs> he he really is. And like his whole plan was like, alright, alright, I need them back. Cut off their power, so you know, they're so the cannery is their only option. And I'm just like that that plan of yours really tells me all I need to know about you, sir. <laughs> mm -hmm. The first person I talked to was Amelia King, or, or sorry, Amelia Kim, the bartender at the at the bar in town. Oh, you talked yeah. to her? I did, like a little, a lot later, but 
I did talk to her. There was this part where she mentions that she didn't want to be a bartender when she was growing up. She wanted to be a scientist. And she tells you that she didn't become a scientist because she asked too many questions and didn't have right. a, a mind for it, they said. Because apparently in in uh, the company who owns the place called Spacer's Choice, they give you an aptitude test. And then depending on that test outcome, that's your job. You don't get to choose. And she was assigned to be a bartender. And when I told her that she could still be a scientist, that's not how science works. Asking more questions <laughs> is good. Exactly. She got very mad at me. And that's when I realized these people were all just brainwashed. Yep. And then, because the first thing you really encounter in the, in the city is outside town when you come across a grave digger who's telling you that he needs to go collect rent on graves. Oh, I didn't talk to that guy. You didn't talk to Whoa. him? Mm-mm. Yeah, he wants you to go fucking, uh, like, shake people down for rent for their own fucking graves. Wow. That is fucked. Like, what, did you what? find the, the guy in the cannery who killed himself? No, I didn't find that dude either. Well, it's all, he didn't, you don't find him. You find a woman who found his body because mm-hmm. she has to pay one of the fines. She has to pay one of the rents for his for his grave, right? And right. the reason why is because she was his next of, she was his next uh, closest relative, not in terms of actual related to him, as in the closest person to his body when it was found. Wow. The fuck? And also, killing yourself is illegal. It is vandalism of company property. Oh my god, the fucking... The capitalist nightmare continues. Fuck. Mm. <laughs> that is such shit. Actually, now that I think about it, the first dude we actually run into is that Spacer's Choice dude who's got, like, shot in the gut mm-hmm. and the rest of his team is dead. <laughs> and I had enough medical to help him. <laughs> And he was like, oh, thanks. Don't tell anybody about this. They'll fucking find me. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, for using non-spacer's choice medicine. Yeah, I was like, this this place needs to burn. <laughs> like, 100%. Yeah. Oh, one of my favorite characters in Edgewater, though, is the, um, what was it? It's one of the security guards. She gives you the bounties. Oh, yeah, the sheriff. Collect them from, yeah. By taking those dudes' fingers after you kill them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I spent a lot of time talking to her. One of her dialogue choices was, um, you're talking to her and, you're, and you tell her, you're a bureaucrat. And she's like, listen, compliments aren't going to get you anywhere, <laughs> buddy. <laughs> I, I was laughing my ass off. I was like, holy shit, these people, fuck. Yeah, they're so fucking just uh, brain fucked, is all you can say about this corporation. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, a lot of them were born, like, under the the corporate, what is it, flag of Spacer's Choice. Yeah. Like, uh, our companion that we get, spoilers, uh, P- Pavardi? Parvati. That's Parvati, yeah. We, we talk to her, and you learn that she grew up with her father... Because, what was it? Her mother was a had scientist. a job. Yeah, but she moved around a lot. Mm-hmm. So it'd be easier for the father to raise her since, she, than since he stayed in one spot than it would be for the mother. And I was like, holy shit. So she just had the baby and dumped her off and kept it moving. Holy shit. It, I mean, here's the thing. The, the game kind of has... It's, it's definitely like a send-up of capitalism, but more like a hyper-capitalist type of thing. 
Because that kind of behavior really is more related to slavery than it is to capitalism. Right, right. Because she then, when she grows up, goes off and takes aptitude test, and it comes back with mechanic or engineer, and so they send her back. And everyone in town kind of resents her because they all wanted their kids to come back, but they didn't get that. They they got a result that sent them somewhere else. So your kids not only are raised wherever the company says, but then go where the company says once they've taken their tests. Hmm. It's pretty rough. It's crazy rough. And when you get to read Thompson, you know, he's talking to Parvati and he, he tells her she should come along to uh, assist you with your, your going to the geothermal power plant or whatever. And, you know, you can talk to her a little bit. But Marcus, how did you feel? Did you go? Did you go? Did you actually go talk to the deserters? I did. I did. How'd you feel about and, them? Um, I mean... It seems like a real just straight up kind of like, you know, this company isn't good for us. We went somewhere else and like they were having problems like growing crops. But the lady, what's her name? Abba, Abigail, Adelaide, mm-hmm. Adelaide has figured out a way to, you know, get the soil prepared for crops. And I was like, that sounds tight. That's like the first step to you, like actually getting away from this this company and shit. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna help y'all out. Which is kind of cool. And then you get to the power plant and did you figure out what was going on there? Oh, with, uh, <laughs> with the fucking, what is it? Cause all the robots got like some update and then just started murdering everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, shit. Cause yeah, cause I was reading the terminals and they were saying, like some independent company people came by and updated the system and while they were checking it he was like um this isn't supposed to do that and the dude was like yeah don't worry about it i was like was was this just like an insider hit just like just fuck these people oh do you want to know what the reason was yeah bring it the geothermal power plant was the only thing in emerald vale that was profitable the cannery is losing money so the power plants was actually making money for them. And wow. so they choose to send in this team to modify the robots to have them kill everyone in the plant and then collect the insurance money on it. <laughs> yeah, that is the story. Holy shit. Holy fucking shit. Yeah. And then, so, when you got to take the choice between which community to send the power to, which one did you choose? I chose the independent community. I did, too. Mm-hmm. Actually, let me let me tell you, because another friend of mine is playing this game. Mm-hmm. And what she did was she restored power to the, the, the canning facility, but then went back and told Thompson to fuck off mm-hmm. and got the lady from the... Um, from the bio, from the botanical the colony, garden, yeah, yeah, from the botanical garden to run the tuna cannery, I was like, "Holy shit, that sounds awesome!" So, what did you do after you sent the power back to Ed, to, to the botanical labs? All right, after I sent it back, I was like, "Okay, so the safe like power coupling thing you need for your ship is back at the tuna cannery. I'm gonna go collect that." Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I get there. And Todd in his fucking, what is that, bowler hat, is sitting there. He's like, why, why'd you do this to me, man? You're, no, now I'm going to have to write a 
awful report about how shitty I did and blah, 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 blah. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep it moving, buddy. He's like, well, if you go take that thing, I'm going to I'm gonna have my boy shoot you. <laughs> and I was like, oh, really? <laughs> so, obviously, I threatened his life. And he was like, whoa, whoa, okay, all right, never mind. Never mind, man. So, so he, he walks through the door. He's like, hey, guys, you know, we're just cancel the plan of shoot that guy and let's let's just go home. Mm-hmm. And I was like, thank you. Thank you. Took my power coupling and left. Shit. Now, I did the same thing with a slight modification. Mm. As soon as Thompson turned around, I shot him in the back of the head. <laughs> slight modification. <laughs> and then, uh, first thing that happens is Parvati freaks the fuck out at you. I- I would imagine so. She's like, are you fucking evil? What's wrong with you? And I'm like, <laughs> he was treating you like shit. Come on. <clears throat> and I had to pass like a leadership test. And once I did that, she she decided to calm down. And her literal response was, I can't leave because I can't inflict you on the rest of the Emerald Vale. So I better <laughs> stay with you. And then we walked into that room and we murdered every single one of those guards. And then, oh my God. here's the best part. The whole town turned hostile. <gasps> and so I had to murder my way through all of Edgewater. I had to kill everybody. <laughs> and Parvati, who I'd given a, a, a grenade launcher to, happily joined oh. me in killing all of her former friends and, and confederates. Just... It was a slaughter. I killed the sheriff. I shot the workers that attacked me. I shot the fucking barber and the bartender, the general store manager. Everybody died. I didn't want to kill them. I had to kill the vicar. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Fuck. I wasn't trying to kill them, but they came at me, oh. so I had to, I did what I had to do. <laughs> so self-defense, huh? <laughs> I mean, when I walk into the room and they pull a gun, what do you expect me to do? Oh, man. So I guess that means you couldn't get the the Vicar as your companion. Wait, he's a companion? He is. I turned his ass into ash. I imagine you did. With a laser gun. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Looks like you won't be getting the achievement of having all the companions, you psychopath. I wasn't a psychopath. I did, but I, had, I did what, what should have been done from the very beginning. Next oh, next time I play this God. game, I'm walking into fucking Thompson's office and I'm shooting him immediately. I'm not even going to take oh, the quest or anything. You won't even have, like, enough ammo to get out of that. Oh, this, this game is down a lot. This game is piss easy. I can, no problem. Oh, all right. Especially if you do melee. Melee is so bustedly easy in this game. It's insane. It really is. I have a one-handed melee, and I am tearing people up. <laughs> I'm shit at the... Dude, here's... Okay, one thing about this game I love is that the talking skills are actually secretly the best skills for combat in the game. Right? I... Dude, I found that out, like, the first time I was, like, getting through Edgewater. I was like, holy shit, I need my dialogue. And next, I'm going leadership. So, my persuade is already at 100. <laughs> I just love the fact that you can attack someone, and, like, if you have your dialogue skills up, like... They're going to be running, they're going to be cowering, they're going to be, like, uh, shooting their friends. It's it's, it's great. It's like, talking makes you better at killing everything. I mean, I tried to tell you this, but, you know, you never listen. So. Well, the thing is, most games do the opposite, where it's like, talking is only good for talking. That's the one thing it does. True. And the unfortunate thing might be that talking is too good, and that guns depend too much on you getting good talking skills. Uh, because all their shit does is make you like I don't know hit a little bit harder and are able to like you know target like limbs and shit. 
Yeah. Whereas talking then, is like, hey, yeah. guess what, buddy? I shot you. Run away for 10 seconds <laughs> while I continue to shoot you in the back. Yeah, because when you have persuade up, <laughs> people are cowering constantly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then I, what is it? I've got Pavardi and Felix, another companion. I got him. Yeah. And then I have the perk that doubles their <laughs> their bonuses for my talking skills. Oh, nice. So <laughs> I can basically talk anyone into anything. <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, talking is very strong. Can get you a lot of stuff with talking. Oh, yeah. So much XP, too. Just, just from randomly lying in conversation. <laughs> oh, dude. Lie all the time for no reason. <laughs> yes. It's great. Oh, I, all right, so I'm also loving these side missions because, spoilers for anyone who hasn't gotten to freak, the Groundbreaker, um, Pavardi has a little crush on the ship's captain. Cough, cough. Yeah, a lot of folks have talking about this. And, oh man, I'm on her quest to like get soap and cakes for her date with her, and it's, oh, it's just so cute. It's so cute. And there's there's a double thing too here because not only is it like a, a you know a, a, a lesbian type thing, there's a, there's an added wrinkle of <laughs> the fact that Parvati is asexual. Oh yeah, she she's not into the physical stuff. So yeah, which is yeah. Uh, uh, definitely interesting mm-hmm. for someone mm-hmm. who generally works with their hands a lot. You know, it's a Certainly, a, it's not something you see in games a lot either. It's not, it's not uh, or even in movies or whatever. You don't see that come up a lot. So, yeah. a lot of folks are pretty excited about that. Because sex sells. So why, why would you focus on the people who don't? I'm just so glad you, ne- you never have to do a romance for yourself in this game. I mean, I feel the opposite. I kind of want a, like a romance with some random NPC mm-hmm. or a companion. That would be cool, but you know that's all right because they give they've given us a lot in this game with a lot of options. I I feel like I'm just tired of the of the poorly animated sex scenes you get with these things usually. <laughs> I mean, you're you're kind of right. The only time it was done well, in my opinion, was in Dragon Age Inquisition. If you romance Iron Bull you would get mm. a pretty funny sex scene where you're trying to get your freak on and like your teammates run into the room to tell you something important and it just gets <laughs> it gets progressively more awkward as more people run into the room. And so that's that's a good way to handle it. That's that's the one time I liked that I was like, okay, yeah, oh, I'm God. down. I'm okay oh, with this. Oh right. So yeah, groundbreaker is the next part of the game. How do you feel about this the groundbreaker's indoor sort of environment? Um, it is a fucking marketplace, basically. Like, hurrah, surprise for capitalism. Get on this ship, buy something. Where's your fucking money? Um, the Groundbreaker is interesting because from from what I'm, t- from what the NPCs are telling me and the things I'm finding, the Groundbreaker is independent from the board. But the board also needs the groundbreaker to, like, check in, like, ships and cargo and stuff. So they they have a lot more freedom than most of the other colonies. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to keep it. But also the board's trying to pressure them to, like, 
hand over control so the board can do whatever the fuck they want. And nobody fucking wants that. Which is one of the main reasons you help uh, the captain, Ju- Julie? Junlee? Yeah, Junlee. Junlee. Yeah, because she's having little fucking issues with the ship and communications and yeah it's it's really cool to see all these different like atmospheres and takes on like how the system affects everyone it's really interesting and i like it and i've only been on two planets i'm just like mm, i want more i i, I will talk about that in a little bit but um i really like groundmaker because it reminded me of dsx a little bit Mm-hmm. Did you do any exploring? I did. There's a whole like underside of the ship where all the, uh, I guess, air quote miscreants live. Yeah, the back base. Yeah. Did, and, did uh, you find the hidden stuff in the main area, the like back hallways and whatnot? Yes, I found the back hallway. I found that fucking science hammer. Yes. <laughs> the story to that science hammer is great. Oh, yes. It was so funny. Oh, and also, fuck, what is it? You know, we need to make like a like a Discord server. I can post some of these clips I've made. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It'll be fucking great. Did you find the guy locked in the bathroom? Locked in? No, I didn't find the bathroom. No. Yeah, Resistant. there's a guy locked in the bathroom in there. And there's also some Manta Pillars you can fight. Um, oh, God, those things are fucking terrifying. Um, also, like when I first got on the place, right, did you get the holographic shroud off of your ship? Yes. Yes, I did. <laughs> That's a really interesting thing, because that's, like, that's very much not a sort of Fallout idea, right? Like, that's new to me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It's like, I like how it works. Yeah. It's like, and I thought, I thought it would just work for me, but if you look at your companions, their armor changes, too. See, that's cool. <laughs> yes. I was like, nice. Nice touch. But, like, the first thing I did in, that in, in the Groundbreaker is I went and explored the, like, very first area before you get through customs, and mm-hmm. I found a ladder that went up to the top of a place, and I jumped on top of some crates and found my way into a whole other, like, like ventilation area. And I found some really good armor and a good gun, and I was like, well, shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> also, I skipped customs, which is pretty interesting. Oh, and, I need to find that. Oh, yeah, there's, the thing is, I was talking about the reminds of DSX, is there's so many little side areas to go and sneak into and find your way around and yes. just ways to get cool shit that's, that's like not immediately available. Mm-hmm. Oh, the, oh, also at the back base, you know when you get the bounty mission to like kill that the leader that's down there. I did not get that. Oh wait, you the one the one for Junlei? Um, no, because there's what one of the security people has a bounty out on that dude who's downstairs. Okay, <laughs> and it's like. I fought him about three times before I could fucking kill him. Oh, right. But after I murdered him, I realized I could have snuck around and got like a, a sick flank and just, oh, it was, oh, if only I had like snuck around a little longer because I was trying to talk him into just like leaving or something. But at the time, my skull wasn't high enough. So I had to one hand him in the back of the head until he <laughs> burst into ash. It was... That was sick. What are you using for your one-handed? It's that, uh, like, hot, the hot-bladed, like, knife. Mm-hmm. And I've been fucking tinkering with it for the longest time. So I get about 150 per swing. Nice. And with this time slow, boy, oh, I'm critting like crazy. 
Yeah, when I went down there to talk to the back page people, I just I just talked my way past them. I, didn't, I never fought any of them. Oh, oh I murdered all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Look at us murdering different groups of people. Oh uh, yeah, well I walked in there and I was like, oh yeah, I can beat this guy, but I, I'll try and talk my way past him because you know whatever, it's more experience, I guess. And I did that, and then I realized as I walked past him, oh, he has like twenty motherfuckers in this room. This would have been a hell of a fight. It was. <laughs> He's got people. That's why it took me four times. Yeah, it's that. I can imagine that being a pretty rough goddamn fight. Because I thought it was just him and those two dudes, because I couldn't see the other guys. <laughs> but after I fucking killed him, his weapon is fucking great. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's like a fucking laser shock cannon. So, yeah. You just hold this beam of energy in something's face until it dies. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Oh, it's so cool. You and I killed the sheriff of uh, of Edgewater. I got a pretty good shotgun off of her. Uh, which kind of melted people. Uh, the weapons in this game are pretty, are pretty interesting. Um, I like the fact that it's kind of like Borderlands and they come from different brands. And mm-hmm. so the brand's different things. Like Spacer's oh, choice weapons suck. Yeah. But like, but like on purpose. That's the whole point of them. <laughs> yeah, it's not the best choice. It's Spacer's yeah, choice. Yeah, yeah. You've tried, you've tried the best. Now try Spacer's choice. Oh man, how about the fuck how about that fucking guy on Groundbreaker who's selling Spacer's Choice? Oh my god. <laughs> yes. He's got the fucking head on. I bought one of those heads, by the way. Did you really? It's the fucking mascot for Spacer's Choice, which is basically just a moon with a terrifying, smiling face on it. Did Plus five to lie, though. <laughs> Did you talk to him about it? Yes. <laughs> You're like, what's like in there? And he's like, if you if you knew, you wouldn't ask. <laughs> he's just like this beaten down guy who's just been ground down to nothing. Really? Um, okay, before we get too far off track, though, I got to talk about something. Back on Terra 2 in uh, Edgewater stuff. So, after I restored power to the botanical labs and murdered Molly through Edgewater, I went to go talk to Adelaide again. And I found out something that disturbed me about Adelaide. Uh Did you talk to her again? I did, but I didn't, like, delve too deeply into it. So, I was just like, ah, cool, you got the power. You ask her what's going to happen next, and she tells you... That uh, this is great. They're going to be able to keep things running for a long time. But she's, she's like, but we got to keep the camp pure. I'm going to have to turn away a lot of oh. these people from, from Edgewater who's going to come looking for help. <laughs> Not in your game. <laughs> well, yeah. That's true. I didn't help her out with that. God, tell me there was a dialogue option. She's like, actually, no. I murdered everyone. <laughs> Unfortunately, there was not. Um but I did find something else out as well. Um, if you go, I didn't see this myself because I didn't, I didn't do that well, I guess, in this part. But if you sneak around and you sort of read up and figure stuff out, um, did you see the mentions on Adelaide's terminal about the fertilizer? No. They keep talking about this fertilizer she used to, to, to grow plants uh, here. And do you want to guess the fertilizer is? It's people. It is people. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out she's grinding up dead people and turning them into uh, into fertilizer. Boy, I mean, damn. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, that's not that bad. Of that, that's whatever. You're a corpse who gives a shit, right? You're dead. Right, right. Grind me up, turn me into fertilizer. I don't give a shit. I'm already dead. 
Um, but I didn't like the, the I didn't like the fact that if you if people showed me some more videos of if you keep talking to Adelaide before you go off, what you find mm. out is that she hates not the corporation and not Reed. She hates the town and she hates people that live there because they didn't they didn't say anything when her son was worked to death. And so oh. she hates them with a burning passion. That's why when you give her power, she's going to kill them all, or like turn them away, essentially let them starve to death because she hates them personally. Oh, I mean, I would too. Shit. Are you kidding me? Yeah. It's just, it feels like a classic sort of, oh, you thought capitalism was bad. Well, guess what? This is also bad. Christ. And so there's really no, in my opinion, no good outcome for Edgewater. True. Oh, have you done the side mission for the guard of the botanical gardens? The robot guy? No, there's a lady like who sits at like the entrance of town, and just to get to the town, you gotta like get past her. No, that's for me. That was the grave digger. Oh, okay. Well, there was a lady, and like one of her like friends is missing from the little town. Mm -hmm. So you go look for her. Oh wait, you mean you mean the botanical labs? Yeah, 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 yeah. I I talked to her about it. I found the lady. Oh, I found her. Oh, what happens? <laughs> so, this bitch took, like, all the drugs from, like, the botanical gardens, mm-hmm. and sold them to the fucking um, marauders, and she became the marauder queen. <laughs> so, I had to kill her fucking marauder army. And then get her to come back to town. I was like, holy shit, these people are insane. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, if you read her her stuff in her apartment, she's talking about how she was a fan of, like, the Bandit Queen cereal or whatever. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yes. Holy shit. And, like, after you murder all her, like, followers, she's like, oh, you killed all my boys. You want to work for me? It's <laughs> like, bitch, no. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's like, I don't think so. Oh my fucking god! And uh, yeah, it's like there's a lot of really cool little stuff like that. Like, did you find that book for the vicar? Yes, I did. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because <clears throat> oh god! So when you find the book, and like before he's explaining his religion and shit. So basically, you know, God's just got this crazy time. He's got all of life planned out and shit, and once you figure out his plan, you also become, like, a god or whatever. But when he gets the fucking book, <laughs> he opens it, he flips a few pages, he's like, what the fuck is this? Is this French? I can't read fucking French! <laughs> <laughs> and he joins your team, because he's like, alright, I gotta find someone to translate this shit. <laughs> I didn't sacrifice all my years of life to fucking get fucking stopped on my religious journey because I can't read French. Wow. Oh, God, it was so funny. Now, see, for me, the conversation went a little differently. I found the book, and I was walking to go talk to him, and I was getting shot at a lot, and I walked into his (laughs) church, and he saw me, and he was like, you! And he pulled out a fucking, like, hammer and came after me, and I had to turn the dash. So... (laughs) Just turned out a smidge different. 
Oh. Slight alteration. Oh, I just want to watch you play this game. <gasps> you should stream it. <laughs> Listen, that was the one... Usually, if I, if I did that in most games, I would reload. But fuck these capitalist pieces of shit. <laughs> Everybody's going to... Fuck Reed Thompson and his middle manager bullshit. And if everybody in town wants to die um. with him... Well, too fucking bad. <laughs> you should have re- you should have run in your houses and hid. I mean, clearly that was not an option. They couldn't. They came after me, so I had to do what I had to do. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, did you go after Groundbreaker? Did you do the, the the side mission on the satellite? Oh shit! No, I didn't get that. To like help out with the communications problem. Oh wait, yeah, I did do that one. How'd you feel about like, that? <laughs> I I don't know how I fucking felt about that. I was just I was just trying to help people. <laughs> All these fucking robots and goddamn the manta pillars. God, they're fucking terrifying. Did I say that already? Because yes. they are. Oh. <sighs> The Mantle Thought Warrior are, in my opinion, the only interesting looking enemy in the game. I mean, man sized caterpillars. Yeah. Oh. Ooh. And they also. I, did I, you see their life cycle? Yes. And you get to see that life cycle in fucking Monarch. Holy yeah. shit. Oh. Yeah, it's true. The Manta Queen and whatnot. Oh, God. Um, and then, uh, how'd you feel about the guy on that, spa- on that space station? Hmm. <clears throat> Did you read his, his logs? I don't think I read his logs. No. He talks about how voices are telling him to like put red on people and like basically kill them or whatever. And he's got these urges to murder people and he can't help himself. Oh, shit. So he goes and he, he, he spends all his money on buying as many supplies as he can and moves this, this space station where he can just be in peace and not be tempted anymore. And then in the end, he, he finds out he can't control himself, so he kills himself. Wow. I guess that's kind of noble. <laughs> how about uh, how about back on Terra Two when you went to do the Auntie Cleo's thing, Roseway? Oh yeah, that that was interesting because like I I originally went there as a for for Sublight to steal fucking corporate secrets mm-hmm. <laughs> I can sell them, and yeah I I stole a few I gave a few away. And I think only one of them actually got back to their intended purpose. Right. Which was like the the aphrodisiac made from like the stomach acid of some weird creature. Yeah, everything else was sold or given away. How about diet toothpaste? Fuck diet toothpaste. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that, that sounds cool and all, but letting all these people fucking die and shit for diet fucking toothpaste eat a fucking dick <laughs> which you would not want to do if you're having that diet toothpaste <laughs> <laughs> so fucking true god damn it so they had all these what are they called what are those little lizard things called uh, uh the, the para no rep rep Reptiloids? Reptiloids. They're not called that. That's what we're going to call them. Uh, Reptiloids. The reptiloids. They have them out there and they're (laughs) under attack from reptiloids. And (laughs) did you... The first thing I really liked was the the busted loader outside the city that kept telling you if you stood in its way it was going to give you a fine. You remember that? Yeah. (laughs) 
It was like <laughs> as it was as it was running over that creature. It was like worker, your fine has been increased to two hundred bits. Please turn yourself <laughs> into the authorities or whatever. For uh, what is it it's like? It was like interfering with commerce or whatever. <laughs> it's fucking terrible. Yeah, and it's everything that fucking I imagine Jeff Bezos dreams about. Fucking Christ. Well, as a former employee of his, you would know. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He's just got a screen of, you know, he projects it on every Amazon. This is what I dream about at night. <laughs> so, yeah, Roseway uh, is an Auntie Cleo uh, place. And they're different official choices. I think they have more of an emphasis on, like, medicines and foods. Yeah, medicine, drugs. How'd you? So, you said that. you ended up, like, um, stealing some secrets and giving some away. Which ones did you give? Which ones did you did you give back? So when you go into the secret facility, at hopefully Roseway, marked secret. Yeah, it actually is. There's a big ass sign. <laughs> That's a secret lab. Yep. <laughs> but um, I went to get. Yeah, I gave away the formula for the diet toothpaste. Because the, uh, what is it? I guess she was a, a rogue agent or something. The corporate she raider. Came in. Yeah. She was gonna take it and, um, from what she told me, like, use it to, like, fight for the people. And I was like, you know what? That's cool. I'll get you out of here. You can keep that shit. I'll take the fucking weapon plans and, what is it? Uh, there was another thing. I kept those. Yes. I kept those. And you know, I let her. I let her get away with that, and I saved what's his name's uh, assistant because apparently the only person he's concerned about that scientist dude. He's concerned about him because if he dies, he'll have one less assistant. <laughs> Not because he actually cares, right? <laughs> Fucking fuck. Yeah, I, when I encountered the corporate raider lady, I talked to her and I kept. I found out all she wanted was money, so I just like said. Well, I'm letting you out, but uh, fuck off. I'm keeping this. If you try and take it, I'll kill you. And mm. so she left. I managed to... Did you manage to... Did you have to kill the reptiloid queen, or did you manage to, like, gas her? I, I managed to gas her. Okay. That was a pretty cool sneaking bit. That was a nice little bit of, uh, of having mm-hmm. to maneuver around. Or did you just run for it? I maneuvered for the first part, but then when I realized the, the controls were on the other end of the room, yep. I was like... Shit! I just, ah. You know what's really great is I went to the wrong part first to the like controls, so I had to sneak back over to the fucking canister depository and then sneak back over to the controls. It was nerve wracking. Christ, God, that thing was fucking huge. I, mean, I could have killed all of them pretty easily, I think, but I wanted to not kill it. I'm not sure why, but I did want to. Oh, I mean, maybe you'd had your fill of murder. You know, murdered the whole town. Murdered two whole towns. Look. Maybe your, your your murder boner was dying down a little bit. Look, all these bootlickers have got to die, and then <laughs> we'll talk. Either I can kill them now or I can put them in the camps later. That's the one of the two options. Gotcha, um, gotcha. And then Ooh. I think I, I gave the sublight. No, she's not a sublight. The lady, the, the one on the groundbreaker wants to help you out. Um, oh yeah, the old uh, info broker. Information broker. I, g- I gave her the diet toothpaste. I did enough science to get two vials of the pheromone, so I gave one to the scientist and one to her. 
And I gave the gun schematics to the other guy so I could get the cool the cool little pistol. Sweet. So it's, it's, it's nice there's so many different outcomes. Yeah. Like, I didn't sell enough secrets to her for her to give me the, uh, what is it, the, the, the fucking star map, the nav chip? Yeah. So I had to just loot enough to get the money. Just so you know, she never gives it to you. What? If you sell her the secrets, you'll get enough bits from that to buy it for 10000 Oh, okay. So like each, well, each one pays you like 3000 so you'll come out basically at the end with enough, with enough bits if you give her all three. And if you don't, uh, you gotta like get it, the, get it the hard way. Okay, yeah, I was trying to... I thought if I did like one, she would give it to me, but yeah. Luckily, I killed enough people and looted their corpses to have the money. Oh, dude, I lose. I, I like the fact there are vending machines in the game you can sell stuff to in the middle of a dungeon. That's so helpful. Oh, yeah. And you can hack them if yeah. you get your hack high enough. But by the way, fuck whoever thought it was a good idea to give the weapon mods an encumbrance amount. Fuck oh, off. Yeah. Well, use them then. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I do, but every gun only has like two slots and I get so many weapon mods. I got like 30 of them right now. Oh, yeah. Well, all my, you know my crew is, they stay strapped. We keep <laughs> those things on us, man. Does, I wonder if mods actually work for your NPCs. That's, I just assume they do, so, yeah. The damage type probably stuff, I think, probably like turning it into shock or whatever probably does, but I don't know if they're affected by like accuracy or anything. Oh, yeah. Who knows? Well, I gave my guys uh, grenade launchers, so accuracy isn't really a thing for them. <laughs> it's more just shoot and you'll, you'll hit something, don't worry. Oh, most definitely. I gotta say, though, it was so funny giving Parvati a grenade launcher once it got outside of Edgewater, and she's just, like, <laughs> just dropping grenades on these on these fucking marauders and just, like, <laughs> screaming the entire time. It's so good. Oh, yes. Oh, do you have Sam as a companion? Oh, the robot? Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. Sam's so fucking great. Sam rules, dude. <laughs> He's so fucking funny. <laughs> like, when I picked up Felix and told Sam to go back to the ship... He was like, uh, registry now updated. You are now classified as not garbage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And he's like, he wants to clean stuff with acid so much. Yeah. It's so fucking yeah. good. How'd you get Sam before Felix? Uh, because I went and did the mission to pick up that the acid part that you needed to reactivate him before talking to Felix. Where'd you find that? Where's that mission at? Um... You go, you go and talk, you go and look at the robot first, and then you talk to Ava. Mm -hmm. And she tells you what Hawthorne was doing before. But where'd you get that, where'd you get the thing from? I don't remember. Because I had to find it in the fucking, uh, I had to find it in the storehouse over in Roseway. Roseway? Yeah, I think that's, I think that's right. Yeah. Yeah, and so, interesting. Because yeah, I got Felix... As soon as I went to Groundbreaker, like I talked to him when I first came in and then went back to my ship. There he was waiting for me. What? See, that's so weird. There must be like an RNG thing because he never like like talked to me or anything. You didn't see him like talking to the guards as soon as you come into the Groundbreaker? I saw him and I talked to him and then like that was it. I moved on. He didn't say anything about the ship or no, anything. No, no, you have to go back to your like, ship. He's waiting outside for you. No, I, I went back to my ship. Interesting. Oh, maybe I fast traveled. I think you get to wait until after you get the impound lifted. And then walk back to your ship manually. 
Mm, if you fast okay. travel, you won't see him. Yeah, that that's probably what happened. Okay. <laughs> I, he's kind of a... Uh, here, here's the thing. The characters are a little bit thinly written, in my opinion. Uh, Felix, especially. Mm. I'm not sure what his deal is. I'm not sure why I have him. Uh... <laughs> But I got Sam, and Sam is funny enough to make up for all of Felix. Did you get Ellie, by the way? Yes, I got Ellie. How'd you feel about her her recruitment quest? I mean, it was it was a little weird, and it's kind of fucked up. So, um, to to the fans who don't know, uh, Ellie is like your doctor companion, and her friend is hiding. Well, not a friend. In... All right. <laughs> What would you call it then? Person she owes a favor to. Right. So, the person she owes a favor to is was hiding in like the medical bay, and she's hiding there because a fucking like kill squad's out to get her because she's in debt, and they were just gonna murder her ass. So to get her out of it, you have to go talk to the fucking. What is it? The board, like, representative and basically, like, sell her into slavery so she doesn't fucking die. And I was like, what? What? And she took it pretty well. I mean, I guess she's still alive, so. Woohoo! That's, yeah. So did did you actually, like, pay off her debt, or did you tell them to, like, sell her into servitude? I mean, I, I just bought the fucking nav ship for, like, most of my money. No, no, so I mean, I I mean Ellie's friend. Yeah, I, I, I had to sell her into... Oh, no, Marcus! I mean, she took it, she had a very positive outlook on this, and I was like, if I had the money, I would, but I don't. Oh, so. man. Capitalism back at it again. How about how about the whole like the, the bored bureaucrat guy who is like in love with Captain Hawthorne that she did was murdered or killed? Oh yeah. <laughs> he was so sad and I almost felt bad, but then you know he, his uh his asshole dick was showing and I was like, okay, fuck you. Hawthorne's dead, it's my fault and I don't give a shit. Yeah. Oh man, I love how when you go into the ship and Ada's like, I'm the one of Captain Hawthorne. Surely you must be Captain Hawthorne, right? Like trying to help you out. <laughs> like just say you're Captain Hawthorne. Do it. Alright. By the way, I haven't done it yet, but I've heard so many good things about if you start the game with a below average intelligence, the stupid Ooh. responses you can get in the conversation. Oh yeah, the dumb the dumb response are supposedly fucking hilarious. God, I'm gonna try that. <laughs> it's apparently uh i've seen some of them there's like one where like it's i think it's the part where the guy is telling you that uh the robots are coming to destroy edgewater and your response can be like well you hear this and the dumb response is well fuck me So, God, that's great. I've just gotten to Monarch. I haven't done much on Monarch yet, so that I don't want to talk too much about it. Oh, okay. Um, right. But I will say this. Here's my thoughts on the Outer Worlds so far. Uh, I'm disappointed in the game. Uh, <gasps> I think that it has a few too many legacy mechanics that are leftovers, like encumbrance and shit. I think the conversations in the game are a little bit thin, 
they're I think they're well written for what they are, but they there's not enough meat to a lot of the conversations. Like, in, and there's these weird things where like you'll like click on something thinking so you you get to go back and say a different thing, you know, and and hear other responses, but you won't. Like, it'll just like go ahead and shunt you on forward to like, and you'll like lose out on certain or sometimes you have to like start over a conversation to like hear more stuff, which is always annoying to me. And then there's like the, the, the companion characters of them. The only one who's well written so far is Parvati. Felix just kind of exists. Sam is very funny, but Sam is not really a character. Sam just kind of <laughs> is a dispenser of funny lines. Um, Ellie's okay, but I don't know much about her um, yet. Uh, and then I just think that I think that this game really it feels like they they kind of ran out of money at a certain point and has had to put out what they had. There was more planned to come out, but didn't. And that's kind of disappointing um, for me. I also feel like as a critique of capitalism goes, it's not a particularly good one because it doesn't really take a stance for anything. It kind of says, oh, look, capitalism is bad. What are you going to do, though? You know, everything else is kind of bad, too. And so not really a compelling message there. Uh, I don't know. Overall, I feel like I was expecting more and it didn't really deliver. Hmm. So you give it uh let's 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 have our scale be uh I don't know, uh exploded capitalist. Yes. Exploded capitalist. <laughs> How many exploded capitalists will you give this game? Uh I'm gonna say right now it's solidly mediocre, so I'll give it a five out of ten. Five out of ten. Alright. You know All what, right. you know what? I'll give it a six out of ten. I'll bump it up one because I love Sam so much. Hey. <laughs> nice. Nice Sam. Bringing it back. <laughs> Um, I I hear what you're saying about like not enough like dialogue and meat and conversations, but as far as having a message on capitalism, it's a video game. It's supposed to be open for us to do whatever we want. So I'll give it a pass for that. Um, I think uh, because I've started the missions on Monarch, <laughs> and I, I love the guy who runs fucking Monarch. He's great. He used to be on the board and he was trying to be like sneaky because Monarch's a dangerous planet and like the other corporate dudes didn't want to be there because it was dangerous. But this guy stuck around and he's trying to like colonize it. And since he's the only one there, he'd have like 100% of the profits and blah, 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 blah. Thing is, he's one of those socialist dudes. So he's all about increasing wages and like lowering work hours and like going through his terminals and stuff he's doing research and he's like oh these things help people and they also help production so like why aren't we doing this so i'm trying to get him back on the board to just help in general because that sounds awesome and this is only the second planet I've fucking been on. And I'm just like, yes, I love this guy. I'm going to do everything I fucking can to help you. And I'm going to shoot everyone who's trying to stop you. So I'm going to give it uh, eight. Eight exploded capitalists out of ten. Because, you know, I'm going to wait till I get to the end of the game to make, like, my harsh decisions. But I like it so far. And I'm really enjoying it. So, yeah. Okay. I'm into it. I'm going to keep playing it for sure. I'm going to see where it goes because I'm, I'm curious. Yeah, yeah. And we already know they're going to have to do like DLC and a, a sequel is for sure coming. Because yes. the deal they made with Epic uh, for sure gets them a second game. So 
I'm hoping the next one will just have more meat on its bones. But for now, this is, I mean, this, hey, as, in terms of Fallout games, there ain't a lot going around right now. <laughs> Not much competition, so I'll take what I can get. There you go. All right. Well, this has been uh, a bonus episode of Millennials. Uh, I'm Smith. I'm Marcus. And we are out. Peace.